Tyler. Hello. Remember that uh, Elizabeth Olsen uh, series that's coming to HBO where she kills people with a chainsaw? I do vaguely recall, yes. Yeah. So it looks like uh, Jesse Plemons is going to start opposite of her. I think that's all right. I like him. Yeah. I was going to say, good for him. Like, he's one of those people where I think he's a good actor, but he's, you know, he just never seems to... Hasn't got his break yet. Yeah, like everything I see him in, he does really, really well in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, he was amazing in uh, Breaking Bad, obviously, but uh, that Black Mirror episode. Yeah, it was phenomenal. (coughs) So, yeah. I'm good for him. Like, I kind of want him to get that, like, push where mm-hmm. he like kind of gets into more because like everything you see him in he's like really good in so it's like scale it up so that he gets more because he's a really good actor yeah so and i think starring alongside elizabeth Ol- olsen you know she's huge right now so hopefully that kind of gets him up there yeah she's kind of a big deal yeah i'm kind of quietly getting excited for this show seems like it'll be all right Mm-hmm. An HBO show where she's like a serial killer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm into it. Yeah. I'm into most of the things HBO does. Yeah. For the most part, it's what they do, we will watch. So, so yeah. Not really much more to it than that, but... I will be honest. I am far more excited for the new Showtime series with jo- Joseph Gordon-Levitt, where he stars as the as an Uber CEO... Written yep. by the same dudes who did Billions. Yep. Like, Sign me the fuck up for this. Yep. All in on that one. And, and just this show in general, because it's going to be an anthology show that does a different, like, kind of business kind of rise thing each season. So mm-hmm. that also has me excited, like, especially if they're starting off strong with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. You know, who? what are they going to do next, right? And with who? Like, yeah, I'm I'm down for that. Yeah, I'm very excited about this. I mean, and you got to wonder too, like Billions is probably winding up soon, I would think. So I fucking hope so. Because it's, uh, I think we talked about that when the last season was airing, is like they're kind of starting to run out of ideas, it seems like in Billions. So mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, I, I think you've stayed your welcome as much as I love Billions. But yeah i i'm really excited for i this is the first i had heard about this show and like them doing like an anthology billion style thing based on like true stories Mm -hmm. sounds rad as fuck so yeah i'm into it i'm fucking all in on that one yeah has he done tv like uh, lately i mean like yeah he started in tv but I think he's been too too preoccupied with his little like musical endeavor that like hit record. Oh right, right, right. That's right. So yeah, mm-hmm. really excited for this. Yeah. So, and then we got Timothy Clement, who's going to be in that Dune movie. Chalamet. Chalamet. Yeah. Apparently he's going to play young Willy Wonka. I am curious as to how that fucking pans out. Who the fuck asked for a Willy Wonka prequel? I don't know. That's not what I would want, I don't think. I don't know. I I don't know what this is. Or what this will be. 
Like it's weird. Yeah, I don't know. I'm curious. Like if it re- if it goes like according to like how they've described him, like it even says in this article that in the Johnny Depp reboot, they kind of briefly touched on the backstory that fucking uh Willy Wonka, like his origin story was something around his father hated candy and was a dentist and yeah. Blah like, blah blah. So right. I'm like I'm I'm curious, like yeah. The whole thing that made Willy Wonka magical was that factory. So if this yeah. is a prequel before Willy Wonka became Willy Wonka, it's like, do I really care? care? Yeah. And it's like, I, I don't think I do. And like, I liked the original one. I mean, it's a classic, but I don't have any reverence for it. Like mm-hmm. if you were to tell me like, hey, pick something out of the Willy Wonka universe and make it new movie i would want something super dark and weird that touches on the fact that he just kills kids in that factory like make some weird thing like that i don't know that i want like a prequel thing yeah because i think it's like you said like where's that's probably not what people like about the willy wonka movies like it's that factory and that story right yeah so so yeah. We'll have to see how that one plays out. Yeah. It looks like Robert Pattinson just signed a first look deal with Warner Bros. HBO, which I mean it doesn't really tell a whole lot. It's just he's going into producing and signed a deal to produce some of their shows and movies. But I mean yeah. good for him. Yeah. And I guess if people don't know what a first look deal is, basically HBO and Warner first look at whatever he's trying to make and then if they pass on it he can take it elsewhere mm-hmm. yeah i'm i'm curious what he's doing now like if he's because he's kind of starting to hit like peak right like he's and in that batman like he's kind of starting to get big yeah so like is he gonna start doing his own stuff maybe well i don't know like i mean it says that he's he's venturing he's his foray is into fucking producing now right so i mean the movies that he could be doing this first look stuff might not necessarily be films that he's in but films that he wants to produce right and i don't know like he's hitting his peak and like if you think like batman and tenant yeah he's definitely peaking in terms of an actor right but that doesn't mean that he's necessarily got an eye for movies that he's not in yeah because like they go on the list a bunch of movies like you know we started in harry potter did twilight and then they're like maps of the stars lost city of z high life lighthouse devil all the time the what was the other one he did the elephants need water or some shit right. yeah. those were all like fucking super art housey movies and stuff and he yeah. was he was in them but like if that's the kind of shit he's bringing to hbo uh, that's not no really thanks. hbo's forte you know no, what i mean yeah yeah, and like even watching some of those, like I remember, I think it was Lost City of Z. Like he was in that with Tom Holland, and I remember walking out of the movie theater, and like it was it was like a three hour movie, and I was like, that was like two and a half hours longer than it should have been. Oh really? Yeah. I never saw it. It was like like it, it was really like it was dull almost. Like I was bored, and I walked out, and I was like, my ass is just sore from sitting there. So, well, like I never saw the lighthouse. I've never seen a trailer for that and going, that is something I do not want to watch. <laughs> well, one of my friends did watch it and straight up told me afterwards that it was just two hours of of him and Willem Dafoe 
being drunk and rambling <laughs> in a fucking lighthouse. And I was like, yeah, yeah, no, I'm going to fucking hard pass on that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's no doubt that the that the guy can act, that he's got some fucking skill and stuff like that. But I mean, as far as Warner signing a first look deal, like if that's the kind of stuff they're going to be bringing forth, yeah. is that really was that really like a great fucking business decision? Or they're just like, well, he's Batman and he was in Tenant, so therefore he's going to bring us good shit. And it's like, yeah, but Batman, like you guys already own the rights to that. So that's that. And as far as Tenant goes, like that's Christopher Nolan. And yeah. just because Robert Pattinson's in it, he's not going to be able to first look warner brothers on the next tenant right like it comes down to the directors and the producers so i'm just genuinely curious to see what kind of stuff he's going to bring forth to them and i'm curious if this is a case of like they're just trying to bring him into the warner family and like kind of commit to him like they do with other people like clint eastwood where it's like all right you're making good movies for us and you want a first look deal so we'll sign that because we want to keep working with you so maybe it's one of those where they're just like hey we're going to give you this because we want you to make more movies with us so we'll do this we'll give you this one you know mm-hmm. maybe it's a case of that right yeah so but it's yeah. the only time we'll tell yeah and then in some of the bigger news for hollywood we've had in a while uh amazon bought mgm yeah, for that's wild. Eight and a half billion. God damn. Yeah. Which this is kind of huge. Yeah, that's a big deal. Um, and I guess so most people will know like MGM is James Bond. Um, but in reading upon this article, I found out that they actually only own fifty percent of James Bond. And the other 50% is the most lucrative fucking deal that I think Hollywood has ever seen. The family that owns that has full creative control over James Bond in film down to who is cast, where it's shot, what the script is, where it premieres, and what they do with it. It's kind of insane. Yeah, that's wild. Like, it's... I read up on that deal and I was like, there's probably a reason why this is the only type of deal that that exists in Hollywood. Like no one would be stupid enough to sign that deal now. Like it's kind of crazy. Yeah. And you know, looking at, I pulled up like just some of the other rights that they get from this. They now can do stuff with the RoboCop, which imagine a prime RoboCop series, kind of like that Carl Urban one. That would be interesting. Or like something like that. They also get the Hannibal Lecter rights. Also interesting. God, please bring back Hannibal with Mads Malkinson. Yeah, I mean they could now. What gets that would me be fantastic. Most excited about this is they now have the John Clark rights for that Jack Ryan show. They could now bring John Clark into that show. Ooh, that's exciting. Yeah, that would be my hope. I don't know if they'll ever do it or not, but well, fingers crossed. But yeah, this is uh. A pretty big deal, yeah. And it's uh, also oh, go ahead. I was going to say that also means Amazon's fucking back catalog is about to blow the fuck up, mm-hmm. which doesn't bode well for Netflix. No, no. Like this is a this is a big move that gives them a lot of IP to start working with, like to make new stuff. Like they now also have the Rocky franchise mm-hmm. and all that Creed stuff, right? You know, so. Yeah, this is like a move of like 
when you think of like when Disney bought Star Wars and Marvel, like it's like one of those moves where it's like, okay, this has got a lot of stuff that is going to like kind of shoot them up the ladder. Yeah. So it seems like Amazon finally just opened the pocketbook and said, fuck it, we'll buy MGM. It's not like Amazon's lacking in fucking funds. No, no. It was funny too. Like I was reading online, like some of the reaction to this, and it was kind of mixed because some people were like, "This is also the reason why movie studios weren't allowed to buy movie theaters because then you could pick and choose where your stuff plays and segregate the audience." And some people were like, "Well, now streaming services are just buying movie studios, so it's like it could end up being this weird thing of like, do streaming services now just own a bunch of the movie studios?" Yeah, no. I mean, it could be like, I mean, 10 years ago, I never would have thought that a streaming service would own a fucking movie studio. Yeah. So like, that's wild in and of itself. But I mean, at the same time, right? Like movie studios, when they make a new TV show, right? Like you got Netflix, Stranger Things. No one's sitting there going, oh, this is not fair that Netflix made Stranger Things because now it's only on Netflix. Yeah. Right. So like most of these streaming companies have studios already. Yep. Like Netflix has Netflix Studios where they make these shows. Yep. And Amazon has Amazon Studios where they make their own in-house fucking shows. Yeah. Now you're just adding some more property rights to it and expanding, right? Like I don't yep. I mean, I kind of see both sides to it, but at the same time, if you're gonna sit there and be like, no, this is bullshit because Amazon's gonna pick and choose where Creed goes, yep. well, then you would have to get upset for them for owning their own movie studio yep. and not just being a platform to display television and movies, you would have to ban them against having their own studio. Yeah, true. Because realistically, all they're doing is buying IPs. Yeah, pretty much. So uh, do you think we're going to get a James Bond Prime show at any point? No. Yeah, Not if, so they, if they retain fit, like that much creative control over it, Amazon would have to pitch something fucking heavy. I could see some kind of James Bond universe type show, but I don't oh, think okay. we will... Like, you know, like a show where it's centered around like lesser known characters or it's all about Q or how Q came to be Q. Something to, something to that effect. I can yep. see a kind of spinoff-esque thing. I don't think we'll ever see Amazon release like an actual James Bond miniseries. No, because I don't think that family would ever sign off on that. No, they would have to do it really fucking top notch and be like, hey, look, like we already have to chop three hours of fucking film off the James Bond movie just to get it down to two hours to put it in the theaters. You'd have to pitch them a very fucking bold mini series. I think they would have to almost pitch it in the sense of how they're doing Lord of the Rings, which is like we're giving this the budget that those movies got and we're going to make this bombastic, huge kind of event TV show. Like it would have to be something like that, right? Yeah. Or they work it into some kind of thing where it's like, hey, we do a an eight episode run that culminates into the final fucking chapter, which will be a movie. Yeah. Like maybe some companion show towards yeah, a movie. Yeah, and then or that way you get like, there's a lot, like, the, I wouldn't say it's a problem per se, but with the James Bond movies, you know, in that two hour window, there's a lot of like backstory that goes on and character filling, character development and shit. Yep. If they could pitch to the family and be like, let us do this in eight episodes, and then we go into a movie and the movie will be unlike anything. It'll be action packed because we don't need the character development. We don't need to slowly build up the plot we can just have a two-hour james bond fucking thriller on our hands by letting us build up a an eight episode run up to it and then everyone still wins amazon gets like a 
James Bond series. And at the same time, the family still gets to capitalize on like the main plot of the story playing out on the big screen. Yeah. I think that would probably be the play is like some sort of companion-esque, like Falcon and Winter Soldier. It. Yeah. Here's the background. Here's some characters. And then here's the movie. So. But, yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything else big that they get from this that is like huge. Oh, here we go. Here's the answer. It's the Real Housewives franchise. Oh, fucking boy. Yep. I'm just trying to think if there's any other like MGM IP that like be now be like huge with Amazon behind it, but I can't think of anything other yeah. than like I think a really cool RoboCop series. Like in the sense of that uh, Judge Dredd kind of thing with Carl Urban. If they do it right, because I yeah. didn't I didn't like the last Robocop reboot they did with what's his name that I actually really like. Oh yes, uh Joel Bill Kinnerman. Yes. Yeah, I didn't I didn't like that. I liked parts of it, but some parts of it were just like clearly like, eh, that's not very good. But Yeah. 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 Well moving on, we got uh casting for uh neil gaiman's sandman on yeah. netflix Patton oswalt that's the big one super fucking hyped i love love Patton oswalt yeah who doesn't and then who else do we got here we got 12 new cast members kirby howell baptiste the name sounds familiar uh she was in the good place oh that's where i'm thinking of her and Oswald. Where's the rest of the cast? We got Coleman, Richardson, Naomi Walsh, Andrew James Young, Mason Alexander Park, Donna Preston. Yeah. I mean, like, names that like, you probably don't recognize the names. If you saw them, you'd probably recognize them. But yeah, as far that's... as, like, the, the big, big names go. I definitely think Patton Oswalt, the creme de la creme there. Yeah, me too. I'm really curious how this is going to shape up. Is mm -hmm. that I I listened to the audiobook and it's really good. Um, but it's kind of a, it's Neil Gaiman. Like his stories are kind of weird in the sense yeah. that like they're super easy to fuck up if you do it right. You know, for TV. I mean, look at um, shit. What was that Stars one? Uh with the gods oh american gods yeah like i remember watching that first season and being like fuck yeah this is great and then the second season was like this is terrible <laughs> so like i'm I'm curious how this comes together because it's yeah. a cool story yeah it'll be i mean i'm excited for it i like neil gaiman's work so yeah me too so i hope it does well and they don't they don't fuck it up mm-hmm And then we got uh, Stoney is making a Craven the Hunter movie, and they cast Aaron Taylor Johnson as Craven the Hunter. I'm into it. Yeah, I, I think I'm into. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Aaron Taylor Johnson. I like him. I find like fifty-fifty. I like his stuff. I'm curious what they're going to do with all these fucking, because they got the, uh, they got Venom, obviously, and then they got uh, the vampire one with, uh, oh, what's his name? I can't think of it. Oh, 
30 seconds to Mars. Yes. I don't, I, I don't know why we're blanking on that name. <laughs> Jared Leto. Yes. Fuck. Um, but they got that. So like, are they going to eventually calm all of this into like a sinister six esque thing? Like, is that the plan? I hope so. That'd be pretty slick. Like if they have this, cause they also got the kind of guys in the Spider-Man movies, right? Like they got, uh, Oh fuck. Why can't I think of his name either? Jesus Christ. Uh, from the first Spider-Man movie. Like Doc Ock? Uh, Michael Keaton. Hmm. Because so they got those villains, so like, are they gonna like is Marvel and Sony gonna team up with like a Spider Man Sinister Six esque thing? I hope so. I'd be into that because I, I, I think this Craven's gonna be good. I'm very much looking forward to the new Venom, although I'm still a little shaky on Woody Harrelson as Carnage. Yeah, did you but see the new trailer for it? I did, and I didn't think it gave me enough information. No, me neither. It seemed very vague, but I'm also very excited for Morbius, so... Yeah. Yeah, I'm curious if they... If, like, Tom Holland ends up fighting all these guys in a Sinister Six-style thing, or if that's not in the cards. Yeah, I guess... Yeah, it's just another one of those things. I'm gonna play it by fucking ear. Yeah. Sony and Spider-Man is super weird. Like half the time they do it right, and then the other time it's garbage. Looking at that Andrew Garfield one. Yeah, that was not very good. It felt like they, to me, that one felt too kiddie. Yeah. Like to, they were going after a really young fucking audience on that one. To me, that felt like they were like, hey, we haven't made a Spider-Man movie in a long time, and we're about to lose the rights if we don't make another one. So they slapped it together. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm into this. I think I'm going to keep a keen eye on it. Mm -hmm. And we already talked about this before, about Oscar Isaac potentially being in fucking Moon Knight, but I guess now it's officially official. official. Yeah, this is pretty much what this is. is like it was a few months ago, the rumors were like, oh, he's playing it. And then now they're finally actually confirming that. So surprise, guys, it's true. Yeah, surprise. Most of the rumors that come out are actually true. Um, yeah. I, I'm excited for that series because I think Moon Knight is like basically their version of Batman or Marvel, mm -hmm. I think. So, and Oscar, Oscar Isaac. Isaac. Yeah, he's great. So, yeah. Not really much yeah. else for that one. And then Disney also announced a Black Panther Disney Plus series. It's going to focus on, uh, oh, I can't remember her character's name. Or is it? I can't remember the character's name. Okoya. Yes. Yes. The bald girl in the movie. Yeah. I felt this was coming after her fucking cameo in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I was like, uh, they're not bringing her in here for shits and giggles. Something's going on in the Black Panther verse. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they actually spend like a handful of time with like Zemo and the Black Panther people that it seems like. They were kind of teasing it a little bit, which, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I'm, I'm curious if this takes place before the new Black Panther movie, and that it has anything to do with like how they're going to do that. I would hope so because they're going to have to come up with some explanation as to why Black Panther's not Black Panther. Yeah, yeah, because that's that's like gonna, I. I sure hope that Marvel has enough fucking sense not to just change actors and pretend that it's the same person. Well, they've already said they're not going to do that. 
So well, they say a lot of things. Yeah, so until I true. actually get like official confirmation. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really curious how they're going to do it. And I think the smart thing to do would be to have a Disney plus series lead into it. Mm-hmm. Then you could establish whoever you're going to focus on next and then make the movie about that. But that's also a really hard problem to solve when your lead star suddenly dies. That's, that's a hard problem to skirt around. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I'm down for this. Those, the two shows that I've watched of Disney Plus and Marvel have been real good. So, yeah, I've enjoyed both of them thoroughly. I can't wait for Loki. Yes. But then our last piece of news, which I've actually, I'm super, like, I don't know. This is like one of those, like, feel good stories. Yeah. I, I like it. So, yeah. So the leader of the Fireflies in the Last of Us game was Marlene, and the voice actor for that character was Mary Dan- or Merle Danbridge, and mm-hmm. she is actually going to enter the series and play the character that she voiced in the Last of Us the game. Yep, and I think that's pretty fucking cool. I think that's red as fuck, and I think I bet why this didn't happen with the other characters is because the voice actors look completely different than what they are CG'd as. Mm-hmm. Right. Or is they probably got her to do the mocap and the voice at the same time. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah, this is cool. I wonder if they'll, I wonder if they'll do that with anyone else in the series. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this show. Yeah, me too. And I, they have extras calls now to, where we live for the show, eh? I know, I've I've debated that, but it's like... Uh, I'm, so I, one of the guys I went to school with was an extra in The Revenant. Oh, was he? Yeah, and he said it was like a cool experience and all that stuff, but like, with my work schedule, like, I don't yeah. know how I'd be able to fucking go do it, but I think, like, I think it would be super rad. Yeah, to just be like a fucking random zombie in the background or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh... This show is, uh, we're still a ways off, but it's, I'm excited it, for it. But it's filming. Yeah. Filming it's actually, this summer, yeah. two hours away from us. Yeah. Yeah, which is cool. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. Oh, that's here's the, that same video game franchise list we found yeah, that was, they're doing with Cyberpunk. I was just looking at that. Yeah. Anime Cyberpunk, anime Splinter Cell. Like, I still wish that the, Tom Hardy would do a Splinter Cell movie. Like, <laughs> It was originally teased back in the day. Yeah. I wonder if I wonder if that's still on his IMDb or if that is like officially dead. Do they still have that? Cuz he would that would be great. Oh, it'd be so good. No, uh, it's not showing up anymore. Yeah, I feel I feel like as soon as they went with an animated series that it was dead in the water. Yeah, which is a shame. Yeah, cuz that there's a lot of meat to a Splinter Cell movie or show. Uh, maybe Amazon with all of the Tom Clancy fucking property they got running, maybe they're going to do a live action. They could. I Which don't know. I would be into the idea of Amazon doing a live action Splinter Cell series. I'd be right fucking into that. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to think. I think the Tom Clancy rates are kind of like Stephen King. Like, I think they all just got fucking piecemealed out. Yeah. So. Which. 
I think when we talked about that with like someone just make a dedicated Stephen King universe, someone just make a dedicated Tom Clancy universe. Yeah, well, and, get, and not someone like give it to Amazon because they've been crushing it so far. Yeah, I'm, well, look at the Jack Ryan show; it's amazing, right? Yeah. So, yeah, take that as a, the example, right? You know. Yeah. I think that's about all we got for news. Yeah. And I didn't watch a whole lot, but you've got a few things. Yeah. So the one thing I'll chat out, because we both like the true crime documentaries, is there's that JCS YouTube channel that you got me onto. Mm-hmm. And after like an eight-month eight hiatus, he finally released a new episode. And it's really good. Yeah, he does his uh, psychology breakdowns of fucking criminals and killers very, very well. Like, it's shockingly how good of quality it is. Like, yeah. it's better than most crime documentaries that come out as far as quality wise so so yeah if you're itching for more of those like crime documentaries and you haven't checked out his channel definitely do it because it's hours and hours of stuff on there to check mm-hmm. out so yeah, so, yeah well worth the watch yeah and then checked out uh breath of man which I is the just guy got it movie. the other day but i haven't watched it yet yeah it was good it's good. It's uh so basically the plot is Jason Statham Guy Ritchie revenge kind of movie where something happens and Jason Statham takes revenge Guy Ritchie style and that's kind of what the movie is and it was totally solid. Like if you like Guy Ritchie movies, Jason Statham was it better than movies, the last one he fucking did? Because I'm oh. not going to lie, The Gentleman didn't blow me away. I think I liked The Gentleman more than you, um, but I will say it is better than that. <clears throat> okay, well, that's that's a plus. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a lot more action-focused, too. Like, it's it's kind of almost... Like, when I think of Guy Ritchie, he's kind of got, like, two movies. He's got, like, a, here's the complicated kind of plot movies, kind of like The Gentleman, right? Where it's like, here's all these moving parts, and then it kind of comes together as the story. And then he's got, like, Guy Ritchie action. Mm-hmm. And I think this is just Guy Ritchie action, so. So, yeah. All I, right, I, I won't get into it because you're going to watch it, but, yeah. Solid. Better and, than The Gentleman. And how was Cruella? Surprisingly, really good. Well, I figured it would be decent with Emma Stone, but, again, I, it, it's, I, I got it. I am just haven't had a chance to don't have enough fucking time in a day to watch all the things I want to watch. I know. No, it was actually... I went in with zero fucking expectations. Um, I basically went in going, okay, it's it's Emma Stone. I really like her. It's done by the same guy that did that I, Tanya movie. And I really liked that movie. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I watched it and they kind of did a complete like weird tone thing with fucking a Cruella DeVille origin thing where it's like this punk rock movie in the like seventies that has a really, really fucking crazy soundtrack that works amazing. Hmm. Like, you know how like, um, what was that, uh, spy one with, uh, why can't I think of her name? That was on Netflix or not Netflix. Like Hannah. No, um, Charlie's Theron. Yes, Atomic did, Blonde. Yes, that one. You know how that one had like really good music for its era. Yeah, 
this does the same thing where it's like it's got really cool music around that time. Hmm. But yeah, like it's it's this kind of crazy thing of like telling her origin story and and all of that and yeah, it was weird. It was weird and it was good and it was totally not what I thought it would be. Um I think it's definitely worth checking out cuz it's like a solid story of like I I guess the origin of that character um which I never thought I would give a shit about but apparently it's pretty good if you do it, right? Huh. Cuz they kind of make it as like the start of it is like and this isn't real spoilery, but like kind of the plot is she's like kind of a street rat kid, like grew mm-hmm. up on the street stealing stuff. So like the first half of the movie is like kind of a heist movie where her and her friends are kind of stealing shit from people and all of that. And then it goes into how she kind of came became Gorilla Deville in like this underground fashion world kind of thing. Interesting. Yeah. It wasn't very high on my list, but that definitely sounds a little more intriguing. Yeah. Like it I think it's just because it it went totally would not where I thought it would go. And they actually did a pretty good job of it. So. All Which, right. Then. Yeah. Disney and their live action movies are actually fairly solid. I've liked a lot of them. So yeah, I need them to fucking, yeah. I like, I enjoyed Mulan. I enjoyed Lion King. I enjoyed Aladdin. Mm-hmm. I actually just really give, liked Aladdin. Just give me fucking black widow already though. Yes. When is isn't that soon? I don't even know. I'm just getting frustrated and mad about it. Yeah, because it's been sitting on a fucking shelf at Marvel for like a year and a half. I know. Like ready to go. Well, maybe this is like I guess Lion King was theaters, Mulan was their like first real big one. Right. To be exclusively released on the on the service. So I'm I'm guessing maybe Cruella's just another test to see if that's still a thing, and maybe they're a little hesitant because like with vaccine rollouts and businesses and places reopening, if they're like, let's just hold out a little longer, maybe we do a theatrical like we originally planned. Well, so isn't Black Widow day and dating too on Disney Plus? I think so. Yes. I but they might be waiting until they can day and date it. So I like DB theaters saying, still aren't open here, right? No. So this is saying IMDb is saying July 9th, which. I bet our theaters aren't open by then. We're supposed to be fully open in this province by the end of fucking June. Right. Right. As, as, long, as soon as we hit, he, he said that as soon as we hit 70% vaccination rate for our province's population, We're good everything, to go. everything gets full blown fucking open again. And right. the last numbers I heard, we were at 62% okay. as of last week. Okay. All right. So maybe so, I can go to a theater soon. It's, it's possible. Honestly, I just want to see Fast 9 in theaters. I want to see that dumbass bullshit. I don't. I just saw a fucking scene <laughs> from it where someone was like, okay, the, these fre- this series was getting ridiculous, but this is the most absurd one. And it was a scene with, like, The Rock, and they were like, there's, like, a bunch of cars that were, like, stuck on a chain together, and he was getting pulled by a helicopter. Yep. And he was in a truck with the fucking yep. chain on it. And the chain came yep. off like the fucking rolly thing. Yep. And he just like grabbed it. So he's yep. like holding on to the fucking. Yep. Like six goddamn cars chained together, spinning around a fucking cliff. Yep. By his eye. Uh, it's a bunch of dumbass bullshit. And I fucking love it. Here's another few few more bullshit scenes I've seen in the trailers. In the very first one, Vin Diesel catches a car while on top of another car. 
That's that's some dumbass bullshit. In the most recent trailer, they drop a Pontiac Fiero out of a plane with a jet rocket onto it and start flying it. Can't wait. <laughs> yep. Give me that dumbass bullshit. Oh my god. Okay, so I gotta ask, well, why the fuck are you watching Duck Dynasty? Because I've been, I've been super fucking busy this set of days off, like lots to do. So like busy in the sense that like I can have like be within earshot visual shot of something. Oh, but, and just like, have it on the background. Yeah, busy enough though where like I couldn't actually sit down in and take something in. So I've like my go-to background shows have always been like Parks and Rec, Community, The Office, and How I Met Your Mother. Right. Like those are always like my four go-tos for something to throw in in the background where like. I've seen them enough times I don't have to pay attention. I know what's going on and can still catch the funny moments and still get enjoyment out of it. Yep. But like, oh man, because those are my four go-to, like I can't even tell you how many times I've like watched the entirety of all any of those four shows. Right. Like dozens of times at fucking least. Yep. So when fucking rounding out my server here, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to get, I'm going to get the Duck Dynasty series because i used to i honestly used to really enjoy that series <laughs> okay so I was like fuck it so that's just been my new background show as okay. of right now because it's like i've seen all of duck dynasty okay so like i don't need to pay close attention but it's just i don't know it to me it gives me the same feelings that jackass used to give me where it's like oh. like i wish that like i could get paid money to just have fun with my fucking friends oh yeah that's the dream right yeah right and so, so like that's what jackass is and that's what viva la bam was and right. that's what duck dynasty is right like they just go out and they have fun and they hunt and they do this and some of the characters are a little over the top and right so like it's i thoroughly enjoyed that show and now it just plays in the background and i get I get a good kick out of it. And even after all these years, I still enjoy some of the stupid little challenges that they get into with each other and the little fucking storylines that happen. It's just fun and enjoyable. Fair enough. Just Fair enough. light, lighthearted fun. Hey, sometimes it's, it's all you need. Honestly, it's, it's, un, it's unfortunate that they canceled that show. Oh, did they? Yeah. Well, like, did you not hear what happened with the whole no, show? I have no it, fucking ba idea. Basically at some point, the father, like like Willie, Jep, and Jace's father. Okay. Which I can't remember his first name, but Father Robinson, we'll call him. Okay. He was in an interview and he said something to the tune of that he doesn't believe in gay marriage, that it should be between man and a woman. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that was it. That, that comment was enough to spark outrage and people called for the end of Duck Dynasty and they fucking ended it after 11 seasons. Okay. And I think the... the the last season, like when this happened, they were in the middle of the last season. And in the last, like it went from him being in like almost every episode, if not every other episode, to like he just, you never saw him at all. And it's because oh, wow. they, they tried to distance the show from him. And then obviously like the whole family, like that's their dad. Yeah. They kind of had a problem with it and they didn't want him to return. And then they just kind of like all decided the best thing to do would be to just end the series. And I think he actually came back in the very last episode. They do like a a two-part kind of series finale where they right. look, look back at all of the moments and talk about it. Yep. And he was back for that. But that was kind of like, that was it. Crazy. But a, a great, like, it's, it's a good fucking show. Fair enough. Fair enough. I've, I'm trying to think. What's his Got a show like that that I keep watching. Oh, that stupid Curse of Oak Island show. It's on the History Channel. I don't know why. 
Like I fucking I have every episode on my server right now. I've watched it from day one. I don't know why I keep watching it. Fair they, never fu- they never fucking find anything. Yeah, those ones I couldn't get into just because like I seen a couple episodes of like License to Drill and Ice Road yeah. Truckers and to me and the fucking gold mining shit and it's like you, the, nothing exciting ever fucking happens no. and they build up like this the most blatantly false fake bullshit suspense cut to a commercial break and then come back and it's not big but they're trying to like keep right. viewership so just right. the way that those types of shows are like edited just really fucking miffs me because yeah. I know they're not finding anything and like yeah. I like oh and so and so is he can feel the see the water and the ice below him. If he fucking wrong one wrong move and he'll fall through the ice. And then it like cuts to commercial break and it comes back and then he drives across the fucking ice yeah. road and he's on the other side and it's like, yeah, I know I've driven ice roads. This isn't that fucking exciting. Speaking so just, of ice, yeah. speaking of ice roads, remember that Liam Neeson ice road trucker movie? Yeah, that's got a trailer now and you should watch it because it looks all sorts of fucking dumb. Oh. There's an ice, there's an ice wave. They're driving and then all of a sudden there's ripples and the ice is like doing that fucking rippling as they're driving on this. It looks yeah. like a bunch of real dumb bullshit that I, yeah. I'm going to watch. I don't need like, how does no one fact check any of this shit? Because it's an action movie. They don't care. Like you have to drive at a slow and constant speed on the ice because you actually do move the water below you as you fucking drive. But the whole premise is, is you don't want to brake too fast or accelerate too fast because any change in your momentum will change the momentum of the fluid underneath the ice and it'll cause a break in front of you and you'll just drop in. Right. So like the theory that somehow ice, which is a fucking solid, becomes <laughs> malleable <wave>. and elastic <laughs> and can fucking ripple but not break is just yeah. obscene. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that for some reason it's happening behind him when in, in real life that kind of stuff would happen in front of you. Yep. Also yep. irritates me. Yep. Yep. So I, I can say with with uh with a lot of confidence I probably won't be fucking watching that film. Fair enough. I will fill you in because I will watch that dumb bullshit. All right. Well, you keep me posted. I will. I think that's I think that's all we've watched. Yeah, I didn't really get a whole lot else in there. No. And then I have some stuff coming up soon that I'm kind of excited about. Got that Mayor of Easttown finale. That's tonight. Yeah, and still haven't started in on that one. It's really good. It's uh, like the last episode is tonight, and I will say it is like probably one of my favorite HBO shows in a good long time. Hmm. Like it is super well done, and it's like suspenseful and thrilling in moments where it's like super tense, edge of your seat. They hit the com like the. Okay, I'm trying to think. So you know how in like Manchester by the Sea there was like light comedy that was kind of dark. Yeah. But, uh, but it kind of worked. Yeah. It, they kind of do that well where it's like comedy and all of this serious stuff that actually is like you're actually kind of chuckling hmm. kind of thing. So and it's and Kate Winslet is phenomenal. So. So, yeah, that's Oops. good. Also in the queue. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. And then that Loki show soon. So yeah. What, like a week and a half. Yeah. Should be coming out pretty quick here. Quickly here. June 9th. Yeah. So, just over a week. I'm very excited for that one. Yeah, I'm curious what... Because all the shows are kind of like playing into stuff, like a movie coming out or something like that. Like, there are, 
kind of well, tying into something. So his, his ties into Doctor Strange's flick, does it not? Does it? I thought it did. I thought his is going to be a tie into Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. I thought that's what WandaVision was. It's by the end of it, it kind of seems like she's going to end up in that Doctor Strange movie. I feel like a lot of people are going to end up in that Doctor Strange <laughs> That is true. Movie. That Doctor Strange movie seems like it's going to be some weird fucked up hybrid that also has Sam Raimi's Spider-Man in it. Mm-hmm. Which, alright. Sign me up for that. Well, and we but, know the Multiverse of Madness, that's supposed to tie into the next Spider-Man as well. I think so. It's, it's hard to keep track some days. Because it that's fine. I don't have to keep track because they do such a good fucking yeah. job, DC, yes. of keeping track of this shit. Yeah. yeah. We will find out when we watch it and know immediately that this is what it ties into. So, yeah. But another one that's coming out not too far away here is uh, the new season of Rick and Morty should be out. Oh, is it? When yeah. is that out? I don't remember the exact date, but I know it's coming soon. Hmm. I'm excited for that because I, I thoroughly enjoy that show. So you, I always get flack for this, but I, I've seen only like two episodes of that show. Oh man, if you're a Dan Harmon fan, I don't know how you don't watch it. I just, I, anytime I've seen an episode, I've seen like two or three, like I have laughed and enjoyed myself, but I have just yet to get it all and watch it all, which well, I really should. There's not that many seasons and they're only like 20 minute <laughs> episodes, so it's totally doable. Yeah. I usually only have like one of those cartoon shows going on at a time. Right now I'm going through all of King of the Hill again, so. Which, yeah, and I, I'm waiting until we get closer to uh, new King of the Hill. If that, I really hope that fucking happens. I'm, I'm staying hopeful. Because rewatching it, like, that show is quietly one of my favorite animated shows of just like fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would, it would be definitely be in the, like, my top three. Yeah, especially with, with an aged up everyone. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, but I don't know. Is there anything else coming out that you're looking forward mm. to? That's about all I got in the next little bit. Yeah, that's about the gist of it, to be honest. Right. At some point, I'd like to tackle the Handmaid's Tale because that the newest season's almost done. But I, I watched. I haven't watched any of it yet, so I haven't watched any of it either. I've heard good things about it, but I just haven't got around to it. There's another Netflix show I'm going to check out, too. What the hell is it called? Like Shadow and Bone or something? Oh, yeah. I've seen the that one in Jupiter Rising or something, or Jupiter Moon, something Moon, Jupiter. I don't know. I see it all over the front page of Netflix all the time, but I haven't. They both look interesting. Yeah, Shadow and Bone had, like, I think it was doing really good on Rotten Tomatoes when I was looking for something to watch, so... I just... I. I I'm just the way Netflix does their fucking shows. It makes me almost not want to watch them because they just ax them. Like, I'm right. I'll forever be sour about them getting rid of uh, a society. But like, I've been waiting almost two years now for a new season of Lock and Key, and I fucking really enjoyed that show. I'm gonna check that one out. Like, super, super fucking enjoyed it. It was such a crazy, awesome premise. I absolutely fucking loved it. No fucking. Haven't heard a fucking peep about it since. And then, of course, you know, they did the haunting of Hill House followed by the haunting of Bly Manor. And now they're like, yeah, we're done with the haunting ones. It's like, well, fuck you guys. Yeah. They can stop canceling shit. Well, that's 
like they they lure you in and then you like get into it and you're like yeah but they but that this is the problem if they would just fucking do these as miniseries fine because then mm -hmm. i get to the end and i know it's the end but then i sit here for years essentially like hey when's this next season coming out you left it on a season note you said that this was the first season and you're going to do more and then you just don't and it really turns me off from wanting to watch any netflix series because you genuinely don't know if it's worth the investment because you put the time in you watch the season you get involved you know you're 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 hooked into what the characters are doing and then they just like yeah well I don't know. Maybe we won't do another one. And then you're done. And it's like, well, I have questions. I need answers. I want to know what happens next. And like, that's, that's, they haven't officially said they aren't doing any more lock and key as far as I'm aware. But that's the thing is like, you get to the end of lock and key and you're like, Hey, well, there's more to this story. I want to know more, but you just don't get it right away. Yeah. Yeah. I think if they started to just be like, okay, here is, we're not going to, tell you that you're going to get three seasons or whatever like here's a limited series do your thing i think that would almost be better because you know you look at when i was talking about mayor of east town that is a limited series it is a seven episode show telling a story and that's all it'll ever be right and it's great for that same as like i what was uh what was it the outsider mm -hmm. then they decided they wanted to do more of that but then they canceled it so yeah it's that kind of stuff that puts me off as a as a fucking fan and a viewer because it's like well do i want to watch do i want to watch this like if you're just gonna fucking axe it why bother to watch it to begin with yeah i think we talked about that with the outsider because we both went in going like this is a limited series and that's all we'll get and we were both like this is really good and then they were like we're gonna give you more and we were like all right and then they're like actually no we're not yeah so it's so like it's a piss off just commit to it so yeah yeah. Other than that, I don't have anything else that's like super high on my radar right now. No, me neither. Other than I hope that we're able to go to some theaters soon. Yeah. I'd like a VOD release soon of uh, A Quiet Place Part 2. Yes, I've been waiting for that. Mm -hmm. I think it shouldn't be too long because I want to say do they give a time frame on that? I don't know. I, don't I haven't it was seen anything. Weird 14 day things or like a month thing or something. I don't know. But, yeah, been been waiting for that one. Yeah, I'm curious about that because uh, I was reading something about it, and they were saying that uh, apparently they have like a trilogy plan for a quiet place where it's like it'll be three movies, and that'll be the trilogy. So, I'm, I'm trilogy? Curious. Yeah. So apparently they're gonna they have plans for like a third one, and then it'll just be like the quiet place trilogy. Interesting. So I'm kind of curious what that ends up being. So, but yeah. Hmm. well i think that's all i got yeah that's all i got so i guess maybe we'll end on that note but yeah and uh as always if you want to shoot us a question or get our thoughts on something tuning through the static at gmail.com same for the twitter but uh yeah that's all, all right. i got catch you on the next one later <laughs>